Hi, I'm Amanda and welcome to Self. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our own self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and other people and all live happier, healthier and more purposeful lives. Welcome to today's show. Happy Lover's Day. This is a Valentine's Day episode and I'm going to share with you my ultimate love story. Happy Lover's Day for any of those who really treasure and love Valentine's Day. I am not one of those people. However, I do see that it is a great opportunity to reflect on love today. So that is what I'm doing in sharing with you the ultimate love story of my life. And that is the story of me falling in love with the most important person in my life. And that is me. It has taken a long time. It's been a long journey for me to get to a place where I can truly say I love myself so much. I am grateful to be in this place today. This morning when I woke up, I started writing and and reflecting on some memories of what this journey of love has been like. And I thought about this time when I was around nine years old and I had some friends at school uh, and one of them was tall and very athletic. She had a slim build and I looked at her and thought, oh, I wish I had her legs. I was like really obsessed with having skinny legs at that point and I just don't have skinny legs. And I would sit there. I remember sitting on the grass on the oval and I would take my fingernail and you know how you draw lines on your skin so the line like comes up and obviously fades. And I would draw this line along my calf and along my thigh of where I wish I could cut it off and remove those parts to make my legs skinnier, obviously. You see, I looked at my body and used what was useful there to serve me. And I saw some things and thought, yep, that's good. So you're all good there. Thumbs up. Things like my intellect, my reading ability, you know, maybe my outgoingness, my ability to make friends, all those things served me. They were good, right? But the things that I didn't feel that I felt didn't serve me, I didn't want. I wanted to take only the stuff that I was, you know, that I had deemed were good and then see you later to the rest. So obviously that was the desire, but cannot, did not remove part of my calf, but I did wish it. I wished it so much. And I remember doing that quite often. That belief actually has been something that, um, has taken a long time for me to work through. Every once in a while, I still have uh, weird perceptions of my body when I look in the mirror. Um, That's not 
quite in line with the actual reality of what I look like. But yeah, probably for (laughs) 20 years after that, uh, I would criticize my body a lot. It's, it's not fully something that's healed. Um, but it's gotten way, way, way better than it was at that point. So that is one of the early memories of this love story of one where, you know, I could accept the good parts of me and I was okay with those and just not with the rest. And then we fast forward a little bit and go into high school, you know, when not much changes. I would sometimes starve myself. Uh, I tried to uh, throw up my food, but my body doesn't like throwing up, so that didn't really work for me. I would, yeah, not eat for long periods to try and be skinnier. I would like punch my stomach sometimes because I thought that might either make my stomach flatter or give me abs. Not really sure which one it was, but maybe a bit of both actually. But I used to do that a lot when I was like 12, 13, 14 years old. I did not accept me at all. And there's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking back at this version of me filled with a lot of love and compassion for her because she didn't know any better. And I was genuinely just trying my best thinking that, you know, this, doing these things were good for me. And of course, like any human, I had a need for love. I wanted to be loved. And so I started searching for that outside through relationships, through trying to be good enough for other people, through trying to serve other people to earn this love. And of course, when you train a particular muscle, when you train a particular thought pattern, a habit, a behavior, well, becomes easier to to think that way, do that thing, right? So because up until that point, up until the point of me being in relationships, I had trained myself to have very conditional love, to say, you know, let's separate the good things and then if only we could change these other things, then everything would be great. And that is how I went into relationships. I did the exact same thing to my partners, you know, and, and in each relationship there were, you know, unique things about it and, and why we ultimately weren't compatible and whatnot and that's, that's fine. However, the way that I behaved, the way that I looked at each individual was that I would see potential in him. I would see the great things that I really liked and loved and then I would see the things that I didn't and I would say, well, you know, this just needs to be changed. Because, of course, that had been what I was practicing my whole life, was looking at myself and saying, yeah, if only you change this, this and this about you and then you'll be good enough for me. And I did the same thing 
to the men that I've dated. And I can say now in hindsight, looking back, that a lot of the love that I experienced, a lot of the love that I was giving was certainly conditional. Yes, in part, that was part of my upbringing and what I'd become familiar with and conditioned with and and whatnot. But it started because I didn't ultimately know, first of all, yeah, what unconditional love really was and what it looked like, but also I didn't know how to love myself. You know, 20 years ago, (laughs) 10 years ago, there wasn't really much talk about this idea of really loving yourself. And I don't think that there was ever a conscious moment in my personal growth journey in the early stages where I thought, oh, I actually really need to work on loving myself. There wasn't that awareness. However, I do believe that that need is deeply within us. It's still, you know, wanting to be felt that love for ourselves. And so began the journey of me just choosing some things for myself. What I believe that love is, is ultimately a choice. It's not just the flooding of oxytocin and the endorphins and the dopamine that we might feel. I do believe that, I mean, that's, that's part of it. But I do believe that it is a commitment and a decision that is backed with actions. And throughout my course of dating, through different relationships, not only intimate relationships, but through certain friendships, through relationships with my community, I was constantly choosing the needs of other people and placing them before mine. And I was telling myself subconsciously, of course, that other people were more important than me. It's not something that I was trying to do or, you know, consciously doing. But that's ultimately the message, right? When you choose another person over yourself, when you place another person's needs not equal to yours but more important to yours and you constantly are in a state of I'm sacrificing my needs for the other, for another person or for other people over and over and over again and this cycle just perpetuates ongoingly, well, then that is the message that you sent. If we were to do this to another person to constantly choose everyone and everything else over them. There's no way that they're going to feel loved. And of course, there's no way that I was feeling loved by me because of years and years and years of neglect. The beautiful thing as an adult, if we haven't received and been shown true unconditional love in our childhood or in the past, is that we have the ability and the autonomy to be able to choose to give it to ourselves now. That doesn't mean it's an easy 
thing to do or an easy journey. You know, for me, that journey has been long. This love story has moved through, you know, the first stage of I like some of you but not all of you and you need to change into, okay, well, don't even really want you. I'm just going to go and find someone else instead. And then, you know, fast forward to more recently, the past few years, in at the end of my marriage, I had really started to learn about myself. I'd really come to get to know me, you know, which at 30 years old, like it might sound wild, but I do think that a lot of people don't ever really get the chance to get to know them because we just put masks on, a mask of this career, a mask of doing something that our family told us to do or that society tells us to do and then we create an illusion of an individual who we think is who we are but but maybe isn't really. And at least I knew for myself that for so long I was just living behind some kind of facade and and at that point at the end of my marriage I'd really learned about me and I'd become quite fond of the person that I was and I, I, I liked her. That was like a new stage of our relationship was like, oh, I've gotten to know you and I quite like you a lot actually and maybe I'd like to see where this goes. Um, and of course I did that. I got to know myself a lot more. And when I then entered a new relationship, I started to quote unquote lose myself. And I'd say that, you know, for much of my life in past relationships, there was always an aspect of losing myself because I didn't really know me, right? So maybe in part I was, there was a part of me that was willing to be a chameleon and to just blend in and be a particular version of Amanda for the relationship or within the relationship. But this was the first time that I actually kind of had the awareness of it and really noticed it. And that's because it had come out after this relationship came about after I had spent time with me. But even though I was aware of it and could see it, I still stayed in this relationship. And and I wasn't feeling loved. And it's not just that I wasn't feeling loved by the person that I was with, but it's that I wasn't feeling loved by me because I recognized that same thing was happening again. I was choosing someone else over me and that that now sat really uncomfortably. That now became really loud and clear. And... There was 
an incident that happened where, you know, that was like the wake up call. That was the light bulb moment, the kind of the fi- the final thing. It's not like really the light bulb moment because I think I knew so early on, but it's more like it was just the final thing. And, you know, I had messages from friends being like, this is abusive. I had, um, yeah, like people who really know me and care about me just be like, what, like, what is going on? And I remember sitting on a couch and going, I want better for me. I want better for me. I can do better for myself. Meaning I would never love myself this way. And it was a decision by walking away from that relationship. It was, a, it was an active choice and a commitment and an act to choose to love myself. And that was something I feel is really brave was me really standing up for myself, for my value and going, no, this, this isn't okay. And that was a big turning point. The time after that slowly then became this series of um, opportunities for me to choose myself again and again and to consider my needs, to put that first and then to love me. And it's like all of this together, what then happened was I was seeing myself through all these different angles. You know, I had so much compassion for myself for being, you know, for the person that I was in that relationship. It wasn't judgment. It was just acceptance. And for the past um, two years, I've really been able to work through and accept more and more of me. When, when we talk about love for other people, again, it's not about these feel-good hormones. And what I would add to the commitment and the decision and the action of love is acceptance. It's an acceptance of a person the way that they are without expectation of change, without a projection of potential. It is saying, I see who you are. You are perfect as you are. And that's it. And I wasn't able to do that until after I left this relationship because that was a big moment for me to choose me that created safety within myself. And suddenly for the first time in my entire life, I started to feel safe within my body with myself. You know, so much of my life was that I didn't feel safe in this vessel, in this body, my mind. It's like I didn't trust me to look out for me. And to be fair, like, why would I? If time and time again, I was always choosing other people, if I was choosing criticism and judgment and harsh words and unkind thoughts, how could I 
be trusted to love and care for myself. But that was a big changing point, you know, and from there I started to get to know me again and learn more about me. I remember when I was uh, in Thailand and I spoke to some friends and I said, oh, I actually think I'm pretty funny. And I don't know or care if anyone else thinks that, but I think I'm pretty funny and I really love that about myself. And I started feeling this sense of gratitude, appreciation, just just the this in the same way that you like kind of fall in love with another person it was that it was like me seeing myself in a with a different light and being able to go oh there you are hey i really like a lot about you there are some things i don't really like about you and that's all right i still love you and yeah since then it's been an ongoing practice and it's and it's a choice it is challenging to undo something that you've been used to doing for so long, which is putting other people as a priority over yourself. But for me, that ongoing daily decision of waking up and going, okay, how do I choose me first? What does it look like for my needs to be a priority right now? you know, starting with my morning routines and stuff and really looking after myself and caring for myself. I have learned, yeah, really it's been a learning. I have learned to love myself. And it's not just this, you know, kind of airy-fairy, like, yeah, it's self-love. It is a deep sense deep within me that I feel, that I actively choose to show to myself, that is an active commitment and something conscious. And it's from there, from that place, when I was really able to just fully love and accept myself, that suddenly I had this incredible capacity to be able to love and accept others and I would say that that's only happened you know I mean I I don't want to say like completely but I've just noticed how much easier that is to do in the past couple of years than ever before and I know we hear these cliches about like oh you can't love others until you love yourself but truly how How is it possible to unconditionally love, to accept a person as they are, exactly as they are in any given moment? How is it possible for us to practice doing that for other people if we can't practice doing that for ourselves first? So this is 
just a little bit of my love story with me that I hope you can reflect on for yourself. And something that I would ask you to consider a few things perhaps is first of all, do I really love and accept me as I am in any given given moment? Because we are changing all the time. It's not a comparison to a past version of me or a projection of the future version of me that I want. It's just, do I love myself? Do I accept me as me in any given moment? And then a follow-up question to that is, how is it that I want to receive and give love to myself? And is it something that I could do more of? So that's it for today's episode. Happy Lover's Day, everyone. I hope that today you spend a little bit of time loving the number one person in your life first. That's you. And thanks for tuning in and listening. I always appreciate any comments, the messages that you guys send through. Thank you so much for that. Please rate and review the show if you enjoy it. You can watch the show on YouTube. You can listen on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram at self with Amanda. Some very exciting things coming out this year. I am now offering one-on-one coaching. There are very limited places to help you on your personal growth journey. If that is something you're interested in, please send me a message um, and I will see you next Thursday. Bye.